may not look like much. But she's got it where it counts, kid. This is the Millennial Falcon. I'm Josh. And I am John. Josh, what are we doing today? Well, today we are very much apologizing with the innermost being of our hearts. (laughs) You're apologizing a little more than me because I'm a noob and I proclaimed that right off the start. Yes, you're a noob. You don't know better. You you get a pass. I still feel like this was a rookie mistake because (laughs) I did really, really enjoy... Mm-hmm. Attack of the Clones. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. Let's backtrack just backtrack. a little bit. Okay. What are we apologizing for? What is this <sighs> What is this grievous error that we have made? Wow. Nice. Nice. Okay. It, I have been informed of something that devastated me. And I'm Shook sure... Shook him to his core. It really honestly did. And I'm sure there are plenty of you listening... I already know and have been waiting for us to correct this massive mistake that we have been making over and over again. General Grievous does not appear in the movie Attack of the Clones. What? And we have apparently been saying that he has or like we have made comments of like, oh, well, he did that in Attack of the Clones or he said this in Attack of the Clones or he has this famous quote from Attack of the Clones. And we've been saying stupid things like that. And we've been wrong the whole time. (laughs) Hey, uh, Josh, remember you said don't tap on the table. Yeah, I know. I know. This is just for emphasis. But (laughs) I know. I just had to bug you. I'm sorry. I am so sorry, fans. I know this. I know this in my head. And I really cannot, I cannot even believe that I have made such a massive mistake. I have been, like, tearing myself apart for it a little bit, if I'm honest. Uh, Probably too much. But uh, I feel terrible. It is such a stupid mistake that I should have caught. And I apologize. I wonder. I didn't listen back to all of it. But I wonder if maybe I said it and then that got into your brain. I don't know. I don't know. But either way, but... we are sorry. We made a mistake. <laughs> um, it's a silly, dumb mistake. Mm-hmm. Um, but So let me bring some proper clarity. Yeah, I... you were telling me something that I had no idea about yeah. regarding General Grievous. So General Grievous, um, as far as like in the canon of Star Wars film... Um, I'm not talking about video games or comic books or anything like that. But as far as the film and TV goes, um, the General Grievous character, and and he may have still been first in this as well, but General Grievous as a character was very first introduced in Star Wars Clone Wars, the 2003 animated series. So not Star Wars The Clone Wars, which which is is the show that we are watching, but Star Wars Clone Wars, which was a whole other show. Back in 2003, it was like... Um, Will we be watching that one? No, it's review? not canon. Okay. It's not canon. It's it's just kind of a, a really short animated series. Um, that's fun. It has its own merits and stuff. Um, but Grievous was created for that series. And then they made Star Wars Episode Three: Revenge of the Sith that came out in 2005. And that is the one that has the computer-generated uh, General Grievous that most people know when they think of General Grievous. And then after that, it wasn't until 2008 that they made 
the computer animated series Star Wars The Clone Wars, which is when Grievous was introduced in that show, season one um, of, of The Clone Wars. During the so malevolence. That is the proper <laughs> introduction of the content that he is in. He never shows up in Attack of the Clones. Um, so, again, I am so sorry <laughs> for making that stupid mistake. I know this. I can't, I do not know why I didn't catch myself saying that the whole time. So, anyway, I could cry about this all day. I don't have an excuse. I'm a noob. Um, <laughs> I should know better, but I'm one, I'm mm-hmm. awful with names. And uh, two, I don't have a reason that yeah. I'm awful. Just one of those things. W- slipped under the radar. Slip don't the know how we keep kept mentioning it all the time. But anyway, I won't banter on about that too much longer. So... Sorry, we've Sorry. corrected it. We're going to make a post on social media apologizing for it. We are going to make um, one of those really cheesy apology videos that yeah, seems we'll totally sad music to it or something. Um, <laughs> Calling you out, Logan Paul. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm honestly, I'm even debating going back and like editing the old episodes for new fans, but I don't know. We'll see. I don't know if I'll get to that or not. Today, today, John, what are we doing today? Today we have a little bit of a different episode. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Today we're just going to, we're going to play a, a game. Maybe we want to play a couple games. We're definitely going to play one. Um, so I messaged Josh and I asked him like, hey, how would you feel about playing a game? And I just kind of made something. I'm sure this game exists somewhere out in the ethos, but I just kind of, thought of something so we are gonna play a game i've called recast Ooh, game time game time um so how this is gonna work is i have picked a few movies and we and by we i mean you i'm gonna give you options and you are gonna recast them when you say you you mean me when i say we and I mean the audience you. are the you. audience gonna be able to participate in this you can you can comment on our instagram follow us at the millennial falcon podcast on instagram Go do it now. I'm going to wait. Do it. Did you do it? Okay, great. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> oh, no. I almost thought for a second my notes didn't say it, but here we are. All right. So. Explain your game to me, John. How this works is I'm going to pick a movie, and I have a few different ones that we're going to go through. I'm going to pick a movie. There are between four or five of the main characters that I'm going to tell you who they were played by. Mm-hmm. And these are movies that I know you've seen. Yeah. I'm like 90% sure you've seen all these movies. And I wanted to pick ones I know you've seen. So 10% chance of failure. 10% chance of failure. 3% chance of death. <laughs> Always. <laughs> um, and I'm going to and I'm gonna get you, give you two options. And you have to pick between one of those two. And we can talk it out. And like, yeah. I want to, like, I, I don't want you just to, like, pick this one. Mm-hmm. I want you to actually, like, hmm, I feel like this character, this guy okay. would play this way. And how would he play the character differently? Like, okay, like so, discuss it a little bit. Like, yeah. let's make it a fun conversation. So a fun conversational yes. kind of a piece of a game. Yeah. So you ready? I'm ready. Any Hit questions? Me. All right. First movie. Do you want the title or the description first? Or do you want me to try to guess the movie as well, you're describing not, it? That's not the game. <laughs> so the first movie, number movie number one. Interstellar. Ooh, okay. Okay, right. okay. I'm going to give really just good for movie. the audience. I'm I'm hoping all of you have seen it. Beautifully wonderful, top, amazing movie. Top tier. Top tier. Top tier. Must movie. see. I feel like this is a must see movie. It's a great movie. So, uh, I'm going to give you the description. Mhm. 
In Earth's future, a global crop blight and second dust bowl are slowly rendering the planet uninhabitable. Professor Brand, played by Michael Caine, a brilliant NASA physicist, is working on plans to save mankind by transporting Earth's population to a new home via a wormhole. But first, Brand must send former NASA pilot Cooper, played by Matthew McConaughey, and a team of researchers through the wormhole and across the galaxy to find out which of three planets could be mankind's new home. Bum, bum, bum. Uh, directed by Christopher Nolan. Mm-hmm. It, cinematically, like, filmed so great. Mm-hmm. Acted so great. Like, there is... Surprise acted by Matt Damon. <laughs> surprise cameo by Matt Damon. <laughs> yes. As a villain. Yes. Spo- oh, major spoiler. Yeah, major spoiler. I just gave you guys a major spoiler. Oh, my gosh. If you haven't seen it yet. Wow. Boy. Okay, I'll apologize for that three episodes from now. <laughs> All right, so you ready to get into it? Yeah. All right, first character that I want you to recast is Cooper, the main character, played by Matthew McConaughey. Ah, okay. He did such so, a good job. I think you'll know both of these actors. Okay. But if not, I'll send you. I'll show you a picture. All right. All right. You. He's originally played by Matthew McConaughey. Mm-hmm. I want you to pick between Bradley Cooper and Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Oh. Okay. See, George, uh, I can never say his name, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, right? Is that right? Did I say right? JGL. I always, like, mix up the order of his names. Um, Georgian Gosher Schwerlevitt. Joseph uh, Gingenheimer Schmidt. Uh, yeah, that guy. I feel like he's a great actor. I think he's actually really good. I think he's done some really good stuff. He was fantastic in Inception. Um, but uh, can I make one caveat real quick, too? Uh-uh. Obviously, they're not going to play the character the exact same, but that's kind of the fun of it, I think. Yeah. Well, what I was going to say... Like, he would bring some... Like, either one of these people would bling... bling. They would bling something different to the table. Yeah. The the main... I think one of the most important elements of this character is that he is a father. And that he is that a... He, that he is a father? That he is a father. Mm, okay. Because one of the main, like, points of the show is that the dad, like, uh, Cooper is going into space, and he doesn't know when he's going to be back, but he does know that when he comes back, very likely him and his daughter, which he has a son and a daughter, but him and his daughter are going to be the same age, and his daughter is only going to be... Uh, what? How old is his daughter when they leave? Like, 10? She, she's got to be, like, pre-teen, early teens. I don't even think she's teens yet. She's, like, 10 or 12, I think. I was thinking, like, 13, but... Yeah, anyway, I don't know she's, if they ever tell she's you. Fair, yeah, I don't know if they quite say, but she's fairly young. And like they kind of just because of how time works with going through black holes and all these different things and stuff, they're like, um, it's he's probably going to age really differently and stuff. And it's he is grieving and mourning this decision and stuff from being away from his kid. And then again, spoilers, but throughout the film at the very end, he kind of comes back and he goes through time and he kind of like communicates with his daughter through the bookshelf and stuff. And you can really see just the father's heart that he has and like that heart for his kids and the passion he has for his kids. And like, he's doing this for his children. That was some heavy Christianese language, by the way. Was it <laughs> the father's heart? I just, I just, I thought that was funny. It was not bad. Um, it was just funny to me. I don't think uh, Joseph Gordon Levitt. I don't know if I said that right. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I don't think he could deliver a good fatherly role. I yeah. have trouble seeing I, him as a father, and there's not a dig he at him. Young. He just has such a young face. Yeah, and, and I'm sure he's probably roughly the same age as Matthew. Maybe a bit younger, but uh, I think he's. I think I he's like a he's... decent amount younger, but I actually don't know that for a fact. But I don't know. I have trouble f- picturing him as this like compassionate father. But uh, who was the other guy? Bradley Cooper, you mm-hmm. said. Um, between the two, I would pick him. I'm not a huge Bradley Cooper fan. He's 42 years old. Yeah. So, and how old JGL? is how old is um uh all right all right guy? He's got to be about 50. What's his name again? I can't Matthew believe McConaughey. Matthew McConaughey. He's one of my favorite actors. I love by Matthew the way. McConaughey. 53, so he's got a good 11 years on him. Oh, okay. Um either way, I think Bradley Cooper would be the better choice. Bradley yeah. Cooper is very talented as well. Um he could do it. I think he could do it. I think he could do the role well. He would definitely play a different edge on the character, I feel like. I don't think there would be as intense focus on the fatherhood aspect no. of him. I think he would play really well into the like yeah. explorer, risk taker, daredevil mm-hmm. kind of aspect of the character. Yeah. I think he could still do it like as, as far as yeah. like be that fatherly role, but I don't think he could pull it off as well as Matthew McConaughey did. I do this. think this would be a very, very stretching role for either one of them. Mm-hmm. Like I this agree. would be a really like interesting choices. Like the more I think about this, Matthew McConaughey was just perfectly cast. He was really great at that role. Um, I don't know how much you know about Matthew McConaughey, but for a long time he was just the rom com guy. Yeah, and he took like I think he took like a year and a half, maybe even a little more, somewhere around that. He took off of acting, mm-hmm. and I read his book Green Lights. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a great book, mm. and he talks about how. He took some time off and like he was getting scripts given to him for the first little while for rom-coms and he turned it down. And he was telling, he tells the story of one time they gave him a script and they gave him like some million, X million dollars and he turns it down. They come back and they up the pay. Same script, but they up the pay. Mm -hmm. He's like, I can't do it. So they up it again, like by a huge amount. And he's like, you know what? The script was better. It hadn't changed at all, but it was better. He was so tempted, but he wanted to like explore a more like, he wanted to explore his craft more mm-hmm. and he wanted to, like a deeper range of characters. And since then, like I really wasn't a fan of Matthew McConaughey and like the like I like some of the movies like How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days or Failure to Launch, like those kind of movies. Those mm-hmm. are fun. Yeah. But you really see like this dude has range that was not being tapped into. No, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. He's That's very all good. I could go on a tangent. I'm not gonna yeah. though. Fun choices. Yeah. So okay, ready for number mm-hmm. two? All right, uh, Brand, not Professor Brand, the daughter, the girl that goes with him, played by Anne Hathaway. Oh, her, yeah. Brand. I feel like that could be anybody. Yeah? So <laughs> I have two choices for you. Haley Atwell, who played, uh, I was going to say Princess Carter, Peggy Carter. Okay. Okay. Her. Yeah. Or Olivia Wilde. Do you know Olivia Wilde? Uh, I know the name. I can't see the face in my head right now. What was the first actress you said? Haley Atwell. She Haley, plays Peggy. Haley Atwell. I could see that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I know her from House. She was on House. Yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. Um, hmm. Again, 
I feel like Christopher Nolan does such a great job with casting. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I would prefer Anne Hathaway over both of those people. Me too. Me too. But um I'd probably go with the Peggy Carter cuz um Atwell? Atwell. Yeah. yeah. I don't know her from anything else other than Peggy Carter. Like, yeah, they're honest. I know she's done other stuff. Yeah. I I feel like even if she stuck with her is that her actual accent in real life or did she put that she, on? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I feel like even if they made the character have a British accent and she just kept her actual accent. Which would work with I think Michael Caine. I think it would fit. Yeah, Michael Caine's in there and he's British, yeah. right? Um, Ooh, I'm I think it would fit. Something. I think it would fit. I think I think she could do it. Yeah? Cause so you're, the going, character, you're going with Hayley Atwell? Yeah. The only thing that the character really needs to be able to pull off is being kind of obsessed. Like, she needs to be able to, like, play someone that can kind of be obsessed with... Um, the love interest that she has in Matt mm-hmm. Damon's character and stuff. It was a different, it wasn't Matt Damon's character that she wanted to, it was a different guy. We don't actually ever meet him in the film. Oh no, you're right. Dr. Man. She just thought it was going to be him. Mm-hmm. No. Okay. Yeah. You're right. So well, she, she, yeah, yeah she yeah. wanted to go there, but she was outvoted. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. You're right. right. Don't want to make the same mistake and make fans. No, out. Oh no, 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 no. Okay. Yeah. So, you're right. You're right. You're right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. Anyway, I, I feel like that character could really be played by anybody because, I don't know, I'm not, like, super attached to Anne Hathaway as that role. I, I don't think the role... I thought she did really great. She did great, but I the, feel like it wasn't that The scene that on, the, on the tidal wave planet, she she played really yes, well. Yes, that is the scene that I picture in my head Yeah, when I think of her in that movie. Um, yeah, just kind of having that moment of terror and mm-hmm. stuff yeah yeah are you ready for the so you're picking so so far we got bradley cooper as cooper huh. i didn't i didn't even think of that until just now um we have Haley atwell as uh brand who mm-hmm. i don't even know if they give her our first name i just know they always call her brand so i thought brand was the robot no i don't that's case i think there's case and there's another one too i yeah. forget anyway, anyway. Um, Professor Brand, played oh, by Professor Brand. Okay. played by none other than Michael Caine, who is a Christopher Nolan staple. Mm-hmm. I swear, mm-hmm. very well deserved. Also, by cocaine, my cocaine. We have to do is you take my the, cocaine. You take the little teapot and you put it in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I don't know why I did that, but I had to do Some a little Michael Caine. Just want to watch the world. The world bird. bird. I don't know. If so I did we that can right. learn to pick ourselves up. <laughs> I do such a bad Michael Caine. The Michael only one I could Caine. maybe do is Christopher Walken. Anybody anyway, can say Michael Caine. <laughs> yeah, Michael Caine. So you will know both of these people. So to recast him, mm-hmm. would you pick Patrick Stewart or Ian McKellen, who played Magneto? Ooh. Either Professor X, Professor X or, or Magneto. Magneto. And they would both do well. Oh, you know what? As a little bonus, just because I thought of it just now, I'm going to throw in Morgan Freeman. Oh, Margaret Freeman could totally do it. He could act the junk out of that. Ugh, Morgan Freeman can do a lot. He could play God. Yes, he Literally, can. He did. He has. <laughs> Not like actually uh, play okay. God. Okay, Morgan but... Freeman is absolutely my favorite for that because I don't really think, I definitely don't think. Who's the guy who played Magneto again? What's his name? Ian McKellen. Ian McKellen, that's it. Uh, I don't think Ian McKellen could do it. I will respectfully disagree. I don't, I don't, it's not that he couldn't do it. I just don't think. 
I've never seen him play like this type of a role before. I don't know. I think it would be different. Like I would definitely go between uh, Stewart and McKellen. I would definitely pick Patrick Stewart. Really? I would pick Patrick Stewart. I don't think. Like, how old is this movie now? Interstellar. Yeah. When they come out, roughly like somewhere between five and ten years. Because, unfortunately, Patrick Stewart is Emming Sozy and McKellen, mind you. Um, but Patrick Stewart's really getting up there <laughs> in his in years and stuff. Like he's he's uh, twenty fourteen, so it's about ten. Twenty fourteen, okay. Because ten years ago, I could maybe see Patrick Stewart doing it, but today's Patrick Stewart, I don't think so. Yeah, no. Between all three, I would honestly go with Morgan Freeman. Yeah, I just Morgan uh, Freeman. Morgan Freeman would rock that role out yeah. of the park. Yeah, I think Morgan Freeman could do a better job than even. Um, Michael Caine <laughs> at, at that role. Have they ever done a movie together? Oh, yeah. They've done a lot of movies together. Michael Caine and Morgan Freeman? Yeah. Yeah. I, I think of... I would love to see a movie with the four of them. Michael Caine, Morgan Freeman, Patrick Stewart, and Ian McKellen, where they just play grumpy old men. Okay. There, you... was, a, there was a Morgan Freeman movie where it's just a bunch of grumpy old men okay. in Vegas. All those people aren't in it, but half of them are. Have you ever seen that movie where there's like four old men who rob a bank? That's the one I was just thinking of. Oh, yeah? I love that movie. I don't remember the I name of it. I love that movie. I can't remember what it's called either. I gotta watch it. Oh, Bucket List. Bucket. That's not Bucket List. Yes, it is. Bucket List it? is Morgan Freeman and Jack Nicholson. Michael Caine's in it. Am I not thinking of the right movie? No, I got, no, no I there, this is the one where they, pay, where they play patients who are dying and they... Yeah. That's Jack Nicholson. And they rob a bank. I don't think you're thinking of the right movie. Nope, I'm not thinking of the right movie. <laughs> That's not bucket list. Nope, wrong movie. Going in style. That's the one that That's I was thinking it. of. Yeah, I want to see that. That's Morgan Freegan, Michael Kang. Morgan Freegan. Morgan Freegan. Morgan. Uh, Alan Arkin. That's like the other main guy. Christopher Lloyd's in it. Which is awesome. Yes, Christopher Lloyd. Um, Mad respect. Who's the other main old dude in there? I thought there was four. Maybe not. Maybe there's only the three. I love that movie, though. I remember really enjoying that. That's going to go on my list. I'd watch it. Mm-hmm. Any who's all. All right, you ready I her? pick Morgan Freeman. Yeah? Yep. Okay, so uh, fourth character, Murph. Murph. But old Murph, not old young Murph? Murph. Okay. Like Jessica Chastain Murph. Young Murph did a great job. Young Murph did a great job. I, I like her know. more than older Who Murph. Who is the actress that did Young Murph? I don't even know. Let's look it up. Mackenzie Fav. Hmm. I wonder if she's still doing stuff. She did a great job. You ready for your choices? Ready. Okay. You'll probably know both these people. So, to replace Jessica Chastain, mm-hmm. would you pick Natalie Portman or Margot Robbie? Disclaimer: I didn't not I didn't just pick. Sometimes I just picked whoever, mm-hmm. and sometimes some I gave more thought and did like who would I pick? I just want to see if you could figure out who you would like more. That's all the game is. So Margot Robbie and who's the other one? Natalie Portman, Padme. Portman. 
I would totally pick Natalie Portman. Yeah, I don't. I think because you're Star Wars biased. No, honestly, no, I would I, too. I would too. Yeah, between I, both of them, I don't think Margot Robbie is the right choice for for that role at all. Like, I, she's too much of um. Forgive me if I'm if I'm about to say something that's not we're gonna appropriate. Have a, we're gonna have a second apology podcast. <laughs> She's too much of a sex symbol uh, to to not, play a role like this. Mm, like, I don't know if I would agree with that. No, okay. I, I don't know. I feel like I, I don't know. I, don't, I just I can't really s- separate her from all the roles I've seen where she just she always plays that like character who's supposed to just be extremely attractive and takes advantage of people because of she's so attractive and stuff that's kind of the role she always plays i well, i i know she's played different roles too like she did a role i can i can i think it was called and then I she Tanya. did harley quinn but <laughs> yeah i know she did a movie called itanya where she was like supposed to play this like kind of i've never seen it yeah i never seen that one either ruthless, maybe like, it's just the stuff i've figure seen figure skater type with role. her but Hmm. I think she has range. I, I think she has the range to play it. Like yeah. I think she's, I think she's a great actress. I think she hasn't done enough. To, oh, I to think she's that. a good actress. I would, I would agree. I would pick Natalie Portman. I just yeah. don't. I'm just saying. I think she would have the range to play it as well. Hmm. She is a great actress. Yeah. I'm not saying she's not a good actress. I think she's very good. Um, I know. I just have trouble seeing her play a role like like this one because because jessica chastain murph like she she's basically just a scientist she's playing the smart person um how else else would you characterize this role i would say she's like the the jaded smart person yes that's very fair which yes is i think the how the character is written Mm mm-hmm because obviously she's going to be jaded. Her father kind of yes. abandoned her. Yeah. Yes. For a good reason. But she's a kid and she's not going to understand that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like she's like she'll understand it, but it still hurts, right? Mm-hmm. I could totally see Natalie Portman doing a fantastic yeah. job at that role, though. I'm a recovering Natalie Portman hater. Oh, really? Yeah. What did you hate her in? I just I just thought she was not great because I've seen I didn't like her first performance in the in Phantom Menace. Which actually, Fair. here's another thing we said that's not true. That was not her first role. She was she acted way before that, like from young teenage years, like didn't thirteen. We, didn't we correct ourselves in that episode? This is the corrective episode. I thought we already corrected ourselves. Oh, like maybe after we, we made did. those comments. Maybe we did. Anyhow, any houses. Hmm. So Natalie Portman. All right. Um, I'm gonna move on to movie number two. All right. All right. Movie number two. Movie number two. Sherlock Holmes. Which one? The RDJ Jude Law. Okay. Have you seen it? I've seen it. Okay, good. I'll give you a little description. When a string of brutal murders terrorizes London, it doesn't take long for legendary detective Sherlock Holmes, played by Robert Downey Jr., and his crime-solving partner, Dr. Watson, played by June Law, to find the killer, Lord Blackwood, played by Mark Strong. A devotee of the dark arts, Blackwood has a bigger scheme in mind, and his execution plays right into this plan. The game is afoot when Blackwood seems to rise from the grave, from the graves, rise from the grave, plunging Holmes and Watson into the world of the occult and strange technologies. It's been a long time since I've seen this movie. Yeah. So your first character to recast is none other than Sherlock. 
okay. played fabulously by the wonderful RDJ. He did a great job. He did a great job. Yeah. Dude, I'm very excited for post-Iron Man Robert Downey Jr. He plays an Oppenheimer, and I am so excited to see it. I'm so excited to see Robert Downey Jr. play some different roles. Yeah, he's done a few things since Iron Man stuff. He's done a few. I watched The Judge. That was a really good movie. I haven't watched Doolittle because apparently it No, Doolittle apparently was terrible. i never seen that yeah. either. But I'm excited for, for post-Marvel RDJ. I think he's going to do some really cool things. Hmm. So to replace RDJ, even though it's hard to replace RDJ, mm-hmm. Tom Hiddleston or Johnny Depp. Tom Hiddleston played Loki. Johnny Depp. Hmm. I picked Johnny Depp because he could tap into the like the weird eccentricities. Yes, he of could. He could. Johnny Depp has massive range too. Tom Hiddleston too. He could he, play a he really also good. Does. I could totally see Tom Hiddleston doing it. Um, Honestly, for myself, I would like to see because I know Johnny Depp would do it well. Mm-hmm. I would personally like to see Tom Hiddleston step into the role. I would like to see that too. I, I feel like it's very similar to how he would play Loki. Like, um, cause it would be I, I feel like it'd be similar energy. It would be adjacent to, it would just, yeah. he would play him a little, he, he would definitely play, play the arrogance mm-hmm. and the I'm better than you, mm-hmm. but he would play him like more, a little more reserved and a little more, just like, like the, a little more cunning. Yeah. The cunning deviousness. Like, he would, like less mischievous and more like I'm already 13 steps ahead of you. Hmm. I could totally see. Him doing it though, um, Tom Hiddleston. That's a good choice. For yeah, Sherlock. Yeah, because I've I've read a lot of the Sherlock books. Um, I think too. he could either play um, Sherlock or Watson. I think he could do both great in either role. Yeah, I could see him doing Watson. I don't think I'd want to see him doing Watson. I think he could pull it off. But for some reason in my head, Watson always needs to be someone who's just a little bit of a stronger individual, like physique-wise and stuff. Not that he has to be. I think Watson is an army man. Stockier. Yeah, Mm -hmm. he's like yeah, he's got that army background and stuff. He's a doctor. Um I know, I just I always picture him. And I mean Jude Law does Watson in this one, but um and in he has it. Like Jula has like a little bit of that like physique where it's like you feel like you couldn't push him around. Whereas I don't Tom Hiddleston, I feel like he's just so scrawny. <laughs> no, I feel like um, I feel like Jude Law and Tom Hiddleston have very very similar builds. I don't really. I don't think so. Yeah, I I I think they're very similar physique. Maybe Jude Law is a little bigger, but I neither one of them is like huge. Like it's not, they're very comparable. So, yeah, yeah, neither one of them were huge, but I don't know. I feel like Jude Law is a bit. Jude Law is a bit bigger. Yeah. But I think they're very comparable. Yeah. I just always picture Watson as a bit of a stockier guy. I I feel like, I feel like, no, I don't know. Hmm. But yeah, I would pick, I'd pick Tom Hiddleston. Mostly because I know that Johnny Depp would, he would play the character very differently. He'd play it more like Tim Burton-esque. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's just... Cause... But also, this movie could almost be kind of Tim Burton adjacent. It is a little bit darker, a little funky. <laughs> I mean, I weirder. could totally I could totally see Tim Burton doing a doing Sherlock, Sherlock story. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't want to watch it. But... <laughs> you definitely cast Johnny Depp then. Um, so you're going to go with 
Tom Hiddleston. Good old Tommy boy. Okay. So number two, Watson, played by Jude Law. Mm-hmm. Um, not a huge fan of either one of these choices, but I'm curious who you would pick. Mm-hmm. Patrick Dempsey. Patrick Dempsey. Or Hugh Grant. You would know him once you see him. Oh, Mr. McDreamy. Oh, I didn't even, I didn't, I honestly, oh, you're married to a girl. You've seen Grey's Anatomy. No, I've never seen it. I just know him as that. Okay. Well, you're married to a girl. You've heard of Grey's Anatomy. I don't think Angie's ever watched that either. But. Wow, that stereotype just (laughs) fell in my face. Fell flat in my face. Uh, Okay, so uh, was it Patrick Hoisey? Patrick Patrick Dempsey. Dempsey. Patrick Dempsey and. Hugh Grant. Hugh Grant. I love Hugh Grant. Um, I've not seen much Hugh Grant. I love him in all the rom-coms and stuff yeah. that he does. Um, I feel like neither one of them are yeah, great I for the Yeah, I don't really role, like either but of them. I, if I had to pick these two, and that's why I sp- for this one, I just picked two mm-hmm. that were outliers. Mm-hmm. So I would go with Patrick Dempsey myself. See, I would probably go Hugh Grant. Because I feel like he would add an interesting spin to it. The big thing with Watson, he's a l- always a little irritated with with Sherlock. Mm-hmm. Hugh Grant would do well because he has the like the British charm. Yes, yeah, and that's the other thing is that he is actually British. Yeah, and uh, Patrick Dempsey is not. <laughs> and, and I don't. You have I feel to like, be able to do an accent. I feel like Patrick Dempsey just wouldn't be able to do a very convincing British accent. Yeah, I don't think... I think you would, pull, go Hugh, it would actually, pull you out no, seeing him in an I'm accent. I'm going to go Hugh Grant. You're right. That that changed my mind. You're right. Yeah, yeah. I think Hugh Grant... It's not just because of the accent, though. I think I think Hugh Grant would actually kind of do an interesting spin on it. I know I just said I like to see Watson be a stockier man, but and he's not really, but... He's probably lankier than either one of the two we discussed. yeah. But I, I don't know. I really love Hugh Grant. I love what he does to a role. I, the movie would have to become a comedy instantly if Hugh Grant's doing it because he I just I feel like has, it is kind of com- comedic. Has, yeah, it often is. Sherlock At least Holmes this is movie, definitely a this comedy. This movie has comedy elements. Um, yeah, I feel like he and just has a great And I do feel like Sherlock way. himself is just written very, like, dry humor. Like, even Cumber, Cumberbatch Benedict, Cumber, Cumber, Cumberdick Benacoop. Benedict uh, Cumberbatch. Yes, <laughs> the way he played him, he was very like dry humor. Yeah, but that yeah, but that's yeah. kind of British humor as well. But anyways, Sherlock is funny, is what I'm saying. Yeah, uh, I lost what I was saying now. So we agree, Hugh Grant basically is. Yeah, Hugh, Hugh Grant. Yeah. I pick Hugh Grant. Okay. Um. Lord Henry Blackwood, the villain, played by Mark Strong. Okay. Do you know who he is? Mm-hmm. Okay. Who would play him better? Killian Murphy, who's Oppenheimer in Oppenheimer. Okay. Or Gary Oldman, who played um, Commissioner Gordon in Christopher Nolan's Batman movies. What's his name again? Gary Oldman. Okay. Yeah. And then who's the first guy? Killian Murphy. Oppenheimer. Killian Murphy. Oh yeah. Killian. Yeah. Well, they would uh, both add. They would both be really because one Gary Oldman 
can play anybody. Mm-hmm. Like he can, he both physically and like figuratively transforms for the role. Like there's so many movies where he becomes totally unrecognizable because he's just like I don't know if he I've just seen transforms anything with him in it other than the Dark Knight trilogy. Take my word for it then. Okay. <laughs> I really don't have any yeah. experience with that actor. However, my pick out of the, both of these, I would pick Killian Murphy. I think Just because Murphy, of his yeah. look. Like, he looks like he could mm-hmm. be the, like, the weird voodoo occult dude mm-hmm. who's just kind of faking it. He plays a good villain. He's yeah. done, he usually does villains. So, like, I mean, he's a little bit typecast in that way, but... Um, I would, I would, I would love to see him try different roles too. Yeah, I think he like could. he's a very great dramatic actor, but I feel like he could bounce out of that. I think he'd do a great job. I think he'd do a great job at the role. Yep. Mm-hmm. So we are Killian Murphy. Killian Murphy. Okay, cool. So we just cast we we just recast Sherlock. So we have Tom Hiddleston as Sherlock. We got Hugh Grant as Jude Law. No, we don't. We have Hugh Grant as Watson. Jude Law is Jude Law. <laughs> uh, we have Killian Murphy as Lord Henry Blackwood. Mm-hmm. That's a movie. What about Rachel McAdams? We can do that one. Irene Adler. Irene, Irene Adler, Adler is a really important yeah. Sherlock character. Yeah. I have her written here. I just wasn't sure for timing's sake. But Not Irene too. Adler, Rachel, played by Rachel McAdams. Would you rather choose... Mrs. John Krasinski, a.k.a. Emily Blunt, or Mrs. Ashton Kutcher, also known as Mila Kunis. Ah, okay. Um, Absolutely Emily Blunt. Okay, I kind of forced you into that decision because (laughs) that was my whole goal. (laughs) (laughs) Emily Blunt could totally do it. And also, she's actually British. (laughs) Yeah. Again, so (laughs) that helps. Okay. Are you ready for movie number three? All right. Okay. All right. We're going to fix a big mistake that Marvel made. Uh-oh. We are going to recast Fan Stick. Oh, wow. Okay. Now, okay, are we recasting the Fan Stick movie or are we casting a Fantastic Four movie? Let's make it better because that movie was awful. Mm-hmm. Let's cast... A Fantastic Four movie. Okay, I like that. All right. So, we're going to go... Because there is a Fantastic Four movie coming and nobody knows what the cast is. I'm so excited. And I'm really... I'm very excited. I'm going to leave it at that. I love it. So, let's start with the villain. Doctor Doom, Victor Von Doom. I hope they don't do Doom in the new one, but we can cast So, would you again... I pick Killian Murphy again. Would you rather Killian Murphy or Kevin Bacon? I picked Kevin Bacon because Kevin Bacon played such a great villain in X-Men First Class. He was really good in that movie. Why can't I remember him? He played, um, what's his face, Shaw? He played Shaw? Mm Mm-hmm. The guy who basically made Magneto into who he is. Huh. Gets a coin through the head. What's the guy's name again? Kevin Bacon? Oh, yeah, Kevin Bacon. Uh, really? I do not remember Kevin Bacon in that movie. Huh. Are you talking, which X-Men movie are you talking about? X-Men First Class. Oh, that's why. Okay. I was thinking in my head, um, X-Men Last Stand. I was thinking Last Stand in my head. 
when you said first class, but you is, said first class. Is Shaw in that one? Uh, I can't remember if he is. That's why I was kind of confused. Oh, I don't remember. Anyways. Okay, I totally, yes, yeah. all coming back to memory. Okay, so Kevin Bacon or... Killian Murphy. Well, it's not going to be Kevin Bacon. Yeah. I don't think he's right at all for that. Okay. Again, um, this is one where I'm just trying to steer you into the direction. Yeah, I want Killian, you Killian Murphy, Murphy definitely. Would play, if I had to choose, no, he would play a great. He already plays great villains. He would mm-hmm. do. A, he would do Victor Doom really well. Victor Von he Doom. He could do it. Yeah, he, he do, could do Doom. Okay, uh, Ben Grimm, The Thing. Mm-hmm. Tom Hardy played Venom. Mm-hmm. Or Oscar Isaac, who played Moon Knight. Oh wow. I think they would no. both do really well. I don't think Oscar Isaac could do it. I think he could. His voice is wrong. Ben, ben he... Grimm needs a deep, grovelly voice. Yeah. And he needs to naturally hold a lot of weight in his voice. And I do not think that... Um... Oh, wow. Now I lost the guy's name again. Who's the second guy? Oscar Isaac. Oscar Isaac. I do not think Oscar Isaac could do it. Oscar Isaac has a very naturally kind of higher pitched voice. He's a very like smooth. Yeah, but he he speaks in like higher pitched tones and and stuff, and that's just not. I don't. That's not Ben Grimm at all. Very high pitched. I mean, it's not like super high pitched, but like compared to like like for the role of Ben Grimm, yeah, okay, super high pitched. Um, No, I don't think that's right. Tom Hardy would do great. Tom Hardy can totally pull that off. So Sue Storm. Emma Watson Kay. or Emily Blunt? I'd choose Emma Watson for sure. You would choose Emma Watson. Yeah. Emily Blunt is is uh wow. unless we're doing an older Fantastic Four, huh. I think I think Emily Blunt is like not that she's that old, but I think she's too old. I would I would pick I think Emily she's too Blunt. old for the role. I think I think I would Emma pick Watson Emily Blunt. Is, would be much better. Okay. All right, that's fair. But it depends on what age of a Fantastic Four we're doing. Is this the Fantastic Four that they've already been kind of like doing their thing for a decade or yeah, more? Yeah, this would be like or an is older this Fantastic like, Four. Is this like a because if Fantas- you got if you got Tom Hardy, then it's already an older ish one. No, but Ben could be older. Yeah, and that's okay. Okay, like um, I don't know. That's just my opinion. But I I would. For me, but we're playing your game, so you pick Emma Watson. I pick Emma Watson. All right, that's I'd fair. I pick Emma Watson. Okay, Johnny Storm. Yes. Would you pick Jake Gyllenhaal? I feel like you would know who that is, right? He played um, Mysterio in Far From Home. Yes, Jake Gyllenhaal. Okay. Or returning to the character of Johnny Storm, who was don't say it <laughs> really good. Chris Evans. No, you can't do him again. Chris Evans. <laughs> Captain America is back. <laughs> different timeline, different universe, multiverse, whatever. Well, the new Fantastic Four movie is going to be an MCU. Yeah. No, it can't be Chris Evans. It can't be. It's got to be Jake Gyllenhaal if that's who the choices. I think, no, personally, though, I think they would both do really well. Chris Evans did really Chris well. Chris Evans already did it. but he, did, he was my favorite in that movie. I think he was the greatest casting in that movie. I think he did okay. That movie doesn't quite hold up as well as it holds I, up for me, just because it was like one the, of the first like yeah superhero movies I got into and loved for nostalgic reasons. Yeah. It holds up for me. But no, I think he. I think other Chris reasons, Evans played that character really well. No, I think he did. 
I think he did play it well. I can't really picture Jake Gyllenhaal doing like Johnny Storm. I don't know. I'm going to go Chris Evans, but you don't want to because you're I don't want to do it because he's already done it. All right. It's nothing new. But I don't know. I don't really think Jake Gyllenhaal would do it well. I just can't see it. I'm going to add a third choice because I think, you know, the guy in Fan Forstick who played Reed Richards? I think he would have made a better Johnny Storm than a Reed Richards. I could see that. So I could see that. I'm going to replace Jake Gyllenhaal with Miles Teller. Hmm. And then I would pick Miles Teller. Yeah, I can see Miles Teller doing that. I think he would have made a better Johnny Storm. I've mm-hmm. seen him in movies where he played, like he like he played uh, Rooster in Top Gun Maverick. Yes. So he definitely yes. has the range to play the like yeah. the cocky guy, the like yeah. overconfident. He would cocky do great guy. at that he actually. Would? Okay, I think he'd be fantastic for that. So role. bring back this Rooster. Is, <laughs> this is bring back Rooster. Yes, I'm so glad you're on my team. So this is the moment I've been waiting for. Mm-hmm. Playing the role of Reed Richards. Mm-hmm. Mr. Fantastic. Would you rather pick John Krasinski Here you go. or John Krasinski? Wow. It can only be John Krasinski. There is no other choice. <laughs> there is no other choice. It has to be John Krasinski. Well, if, if it's going to be John Krasinski, then it's got to be Emily Blunt. If, it's, if John Krasinski <laughs> is not in the 2025 Fantastic Four... I will riot. I will burn things. Okay. If John Krasinski is doing Mr. Fantastic, then Emily Blunt has to do uh, The Invisible Woman. I was trying to pigeonhole you into picking her, but you went rogue on me. Yeah. That's because I'm picturing a younger Fantastic Four, which is what I want to see. I want to see like I would love a Fantastic Four origin done well. Yeah. They were both kind of origins. I don't need another origin story. Like I'm fine with them of already of having their powers for like a year or two. Actually, I you just know what? Want Marvel, them to I think, younger. is kind of. I think the origin thing is going to kind of played out. Yeah. For Marvel, I don't see them doing an because origin story again. Marvel has already like had such an existing base now. Yeah. That I would have no issue with believing that. Boom! All of a sudden, bam! Fantastic Four are just on the scene, and we're just. I I don't know no. how they're going to explain how they got there unless they pull them from a multiverse, and I think that's yeah. how they're basically going to be. Introducing I would new I would characters. even love to see more MC. Marvel movies mm-hmm. in different universes. Like, if they yeah. could, like, this is just an example. I don't, it's still too soon to do this, but if they did, like, a different multi, like, a different Earth Iron Man played mm-hmm. by somebody, like, a different Iron yeah. Man or a different Captain America, or honestly, I would love a, a Captain Carter movie. I think a Captain Carter movie would be Captain awesome. Captain Carter? Yeah. Remember from What If when Peggy Carter was Oh, uh, yeah, that would be cool. I'd yeah. see that. Yeah, I'd totally see that. But she wouldn't be Captain Carter. She needs to be Captain Britain, which is a character. Yeah. That's a legit hero. I also, do you know what I really, really, really want to have a movie of? Captain Canuck. <laughs> they need to make an Alpha Flight movie. <laughs> I, I want a Canadian super soldier movie. Yes, that's Alpha Flight. They need an Alpha Flight movie. I would love that would be so fun for that to happen. <laughs> um, do you do, would you want to play this game again some other time? Because there's other movies yeah. that I had on my list here. No, this is fun. This is fun. Good game, John. I thought this was fun. This was fun. 
a little bit of a different episode for you. Let us know if yeah. you like it. If you guys like it, we would love to do it again. I think I, th- I think it'd be fun to do like mm-hmm. game time episodes or different things. Yeah. Let us know who you want us to recast, yeah. what movies you want us to recast. Let or... us know who you would pick. Yeah, let us know who you'd pick. Yeah. That's all. Follow us on the Instagram at the Millennial Falcon Podcast. Leave us some comments. Tell us you love us. Tell us your favorite cereal. Sure. And join us next time. (laughs) Oh, before I forget, I have a special message for somebody. And you'll know who you are when I tell you. Baby Shark. (laughs) Goodbye. Okay. Goodbye.